You ready for Freddy? Now that's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa. It's impossible, man. Like I can't get it. Well, I just need it right here. You can't connect. You 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 don't have. Uh, you can only grow like a neck beard. Dude, it's only this neck. It's all neck beard. All neck. All neck beard. Like, Damn. I guess I could lose the weight and maybe I'd push it up. But <laughs> most Philly, most Philly guys just have neck beers. Dude, that's a real. It's. I don't think it's. It must be something in the water. I swear. <laughs> like it's all just neck beards. Sammy, you don't like my goatee? Uh, well, I just wish you didn't look like the freaking Hector from Fast and the Furious. He Dude, came I- over the club not too long ago. Did he really? Were you were you guys like pointing like the Spider Man meme? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't go up to him. I was like, man, too many people are bothering him, so I didn't bug him. Yeah, he took Lizzie pretty 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 good for uh just two drinks. There you go. Like twenty bucks. For two drinks, that's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's good. not bad at all. He plays Hector yeah. in like thirty roles. If you ever look him up <laughs> on IMDB, his hit literally is Hector in almost every role. Like, because he was an Ant Man, his yeah. name was Hector. All right. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was in Bruce Almighty. He he's been in a lot of movies. He's always the same. Yeah, like it's crazy. I don't yeah, understand how, how his name is Hector constantly. And you're like, man, yeah. your your like agent just goes like, yeah, man, we're just gonna we're just gonna go Hector, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we'll just make it easy. You're like every time, every What's time. What's his name? Noel G. Noel That's G. Not, Noel. Um, um, yeah, he's hella cool, man. Like, uh, he he's ventured out to do stand up too. He's been doing some stand up. Oh yeah, I heard about that in the LA does that, area. Does that bother you guys at all when it's just like you just get actors? Not, just like, not when it's no, a guy like him. A, a guy like him that's trying to pay his dues. Like, um, from what I've heard, is that he he'll ask for advice from comics. He shows a lot of respect to people like Felipe Spars, a lot of the yeah. OGs in the, you know in the game, and he doesn't go in there bumping people like some guys like um, Jeremy Piven. I, I hear, yeah, I hear crazy stories about Jeremy Piven, Ti. Yeah, uh, uh, was that John Mayer that he's oh, bumping yeah, people John at the Mayer. cellar? <laughs> yeah, you hear stories like that. And it's like, well, you got to pay your dues because the thing about comedy is that if the comics don't respect you. Yeah, you could do you could do your shows on the road and all that. I mean, look at Mencia. he's still working. Obviously, he's yeah. he's, he's never he's never stopped working. But if the comics don't respect you, man, you're just a lone wolf. Then it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it just seems crazy that like Mencia can still play roles. All right, so it is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, five, six, seven, eight. You guys Nine, got your notes? 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yeah. It's 17 roles he plays Hector in. Damn. What are the? they all called Hector? Hector. All of them are. They're all. all he's always Hector. That's like Hector. his requirement. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm <laughs> like, only going to. Only if the character's name is Hector. <laughs> it's, it's quite like. It's not even his name. You would think, like, at some level, you'd be like, no, I can have this, like, 
just be Noel. Yeah. Like, no. Nah, dude. New year, new me, bro. I, I, before the year started, I uh, oh, I'm kind of dirty right here. Um, I I did. I was shaving, and I had like one of those Britney Spears moments where I'm like, man, fuck this beard. And I just start shaving the face. Yeah. And, uh, I was gonna do the Abraham Lincoln, where you just leave the beard and cut the mustache. And I'm like, man, I I hated that look when I used to have it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm who are you, Limp Biscuit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wear wear my uh, uh, MAGA hat. Just fucking, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, hey, man, it's good to have you guys back on the on the podcast. We're gonna discuss today, uh, Rev- Reservoir Reservoir Dogs. Did I say it right? Reservoir. Reservoir I have dogs. a speech. In, I have a speech impediment, so that's my yeah. excuse. With uh, the great Quentin Tarantino, my favorite director of uh, all time. Um, yep. What is what's you guys' favorite director? He's definitely I mean, top really, three. Top I mean, three. It's really white, but it's Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah, something about those weird artsy fartsy movies, man. I really enjoy. Oh, nice. What movie? Let me see. Wes Anderson. He, yeah, he does. He does these really cool, like. I guess it's like similar to French cinema, but it's, it's Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest is great. Uh, Life Aquatic. Life Aquatic. Yeah. Um, oh, Royal Ton of Bombs. And okay. He, but it's all like this artsy fartsy stuff that I'm just like I don't know, man. It's cool. He did this movie called Isle of Dogs that was like stop motion. That was really cool. Hmm. Um. Yeah. No, I really, I really like him. I would say he's my favorite. Well, how about you, Sammy? Damn. <clears throat> I like uh, Quentin Tarantino is probably one of my top threes for sure. Hack. <laughs> you know, I really like Tim Burton and the way he does shit. <laughs> so do you like, do you like like horror, like, like horror movies then? I fucking hate horror movies, bro. <laughs> Doesn't Tim Burton do like? I, I was just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one one guy I've really been getting into is uh, Sean Baker. You guys heard of Sean Baker? He made that most recent movie he's made was uh, Red Rocket with uh, the guy that oh, used to be uh, Simon, the rapper si- yeah, Simon Rex. Uh, yeah, Simon Rex. Dirt nasty. Yeah, dirt nasty. Dirt nasty, bro. He made the Florida Project, uh, Tangerine. Those are great. Tangerine, he filmed it with iPhones, bro. iPhones oh, shit. fives, I think. God damn. Yeah. All iPhones. Ian uh, Edwards is in it. It's about drag queens in West Hollywood. The he He's sense. one of those directors that he's three for three right now. He's, yeah, yeah. you know, he's, he's been pretty fucking good. And uh, he writes and directs all of them. And he finds local talent, depending on what city he's working in. He'll find some people. He'll he'll go go around people watch. He's he's explained his his process, and he'll be like, "Hmm, I wonder that person would be good." And then he'll tell them. He'll go up to him, kind of like give him a little pitch. And I bet you people are kind of weirded out, like just regular normal people have never acted before. Like, what is this shit? You know, it's kind of like getting approached by a bank bus or something. It does because I I do remember hearing something about uh, Red Rocket where a lot of the people in it are like first time actors. Yeah, so that's really cool to know. And he kind of he kind of resurrected Simon Rex's career with yeah. this movie. Good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. gotta check that. I think yeah. also like Stanley Kirk. I mean, it's kind of hacky because he's so popular now. But Stanley sure. uh, Kubrick, 
Dude, those movies are unreal when you rewatch. I mean, I don't particularly like 2001 Space Odyssey. Cause mm. I just, I, I, Pretty I don't slow. Know, it's slow, but I was like, no. I'm not an art or like a film person mm. that understands why it's great. I just go like, I don't know, man. No, yeah. Every other one of his movies is unbelievable. I feel like that movie, there, there's certain movies that you don't really have to watch the whole movie if you see the end it's like oh i watched the whole movie just for this yeah yeah the the ride wasn't as fun and that's one of them for me i didn't i wasn't too crazy even though a lot of people rave about space odyssey i i watched it and i was like this movie is boring as fuck and then i saw the end i'm like all right it kind of paid off but yeah. not really like, yeah it's like if i watched the sixth sense i had fun watching it so i'm glad no one spoiled it for me because it was a nice, fun ride, and then at yeah. the end, you figure, you find out, you know, the twist. Um, but you know, speaking of that, that guy, uh, what's his name? M Night Chameline, whatever. Yeah, the fuck. Chameline. Yeah, M Night So him, I'm sorry if you guys are a fan of his. He's the opposite of Sean Baker, where he had, he's had some dope ass movies, and then all of a sudden, just fucking bombs. That's what oh, sh- yeah. shitty movies. Yeah, a lot of his movies good are- ones. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah he's had a few. Like, that, like the village was a cool payoff. Uh, yeah, like great, but now like it's all just kind of fall. I here. saw like, that movie I've, old, uh, the oh, most yeah, recent with, one with them like going to the uh, resort. Oh yeah, I, bro, I like weird movies. I like movies like we said um, on the last episode where we. I don't like to watch trailers that much because they ruin it for me. Yeah. So I went into watching that one, not knowing shit about it, not knowing it was from uh, Shyamalan, whatever the fuck. Well, how do you say his name? Shyamalan. 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 M Night yeah. Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. I, he's from Philly, so that's the only reason I know. Oh, uh, okay. Like, well, bro. All the time. Then I found out. I'm like, oh no, Wonder's movie was dog shit. It was a terrible movie. I don't know if yeah. you guys liked it, but it was bad. I didn't finish I, it. I only watched part of it. Yeah, at the just, movies or what? No, I we um oh i think i watched it on soap today and mm. um we had to pause it and i couldn't get yeah. to the right part something happened with the media player and um i just it wasn't worth to finish it i was like ah, whatever i don't give a fuck yeah yeah it's one of those it's um but but then now kind of moving back to the topic you got somebody like quentin tarantino which in my opinion has had nothing but hits now have they all been the same height as like Pulp Fiction, maybe not all of them, but I've loved every single movie in its own way. Maybe I'm biased. Mm. I don't. I don't know. He has one movie left uh, that he's right. gonna make, and he said he's done. Damn. He was on um, Two Bears One Cave, and he was talking about how he mm. has this TV show written. Yeah, he yeah. Might, he might try to do, it, but that would be interesting. I was gonna yeah. say though. So I, I just watched. Sammy and I watched it for the first time, Reservoir Dogs. Mm. I it, it was interesting watching it. Already had watched Pulp Fiction and his other movies. Yeah, because yeah. as good as much as I enjoyed Reservoir Dogs, I was like, man, it's not Pulp Fiction though. It's not. No. Like, it, I, I wonder if I would have watched this first. Yeah, um, I would have liked it more. What I could tell, it was a really good movie. But it felt like it was definitely one of his. I don't know if it was. I you know, but it felt like his it was definitely movie. one of his. 
Oh, that's his first movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you could tell. Yeah, you could totally yeah. tell. Because um, the way it's edited, it, the way it's cut, and then even the, some of the acting for me, I was like, like people were getting shot and nobody was even like grunting or anything. Like one dude got <laughs> shot and he just said like, oh, you know, and then he's like bleeding like rivers. And it's just like, this one didn't even scream or anything. He's still alive. He didn't even make a noise. <laughs> like yeah. it was like little things like that that I noticed. But, you know, it's just me being. Oh, uh, well, that's funny you mentioned that. That's actually a good point because some of the actors, they were fairly new we know him now as today like steve buscemi you know michael madsen these guys are huge actors now but at the time the only big actor was harvey cattell wow at the time he was the only like og from the movie taxi driver you know he's been in martin scorsese movies uh he was the only one that was like an og now um tim roth had made some films already so he was mm -hmm. getting up there but yeah, maybe the acting wasn't up to par also because there was one one part where they cut uh, I mean we can say spoilers, right? I mean <laughs> Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody had yeah, for the for the listeners or if you're watching the the podcast, uh go watch uh Reservoir Dogs cuz there's going to be nothing with so, uh, spoilers and yeah. on, fuck you for on, not watching it. It's on Netflix. Go to Netflix. Yeah, uh, yeah it's on Netflix. Friday for a 1 month free. Subscribe to the pod to think, yeah, for, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and, and if you haven't watched Reservoir Dogs, you have no excuse, Colin. You're excused because you're my homie, but anybody else, you should have watched it. Right? Yeah, you really should have. Fuck yourself, sorry, I know. Yeah, go, fuck. Go. sorry, bro. Yeah, any no besides you two, anybody else, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, there was that part where they cut the cop's ear off. Bro, he yeah. doesn't even flinch or anything. He's just like, he's like cutting. Bro, that shit hurt. I made more noise than that guy did. I was like, oh, God. Ah, oh. Yeah. This guy's just like, oh, no. <laughs> it was just like, God damn it. And it was like gnarly scene, you know, and he's just. Stood I there mean, bro, I'm not. Like I'm not uh, yeah, but in his defense, just I've seen beheading movies or videos <laughs> not movies <laughs> and they don't they don't sometimes they're just chilling like a gangster just fucking taking it bro and, yeah but he cried and, like I a mean, bitch after <laughs> yeah yeah that's true uh, so, i do appreciate quentin using some real fucking like a fake piece of ear some some fake skin blood i just watched a movie the uh last night and i told lizzie i'm like look at that blood splatter that was graphics Oh yeah. People don't use real fucking liquids anymore. They're using graphics for a splatter. Yeah. It, it's it's ridiculous, man. It's it's a shame that some some people if you're a low budget, I get it, but does get a fucking ketchup bottle, squeeze it out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the the budget was crazy small even back then. And they said most of the most of it went to cartel, uh Harvey uh, cartel, cartel, cartel. It's cartel. But the budget was three million dollars. So yeah, just a it, lot. It, and it started off as thirty thousand, bro. Like it, it started off with thirty thousand dollars because Quentin had been trying throughout his thirties. Uh, he had been trying to pitch a movie to film to create a film. He got True Romance. Somebody else directed it. That was his movie that he wrote, but he didn't get to direct that movie. Uh, so this movie, you're right. It was. It wasn't until Harvey Cattell joined, but at first it was going to start off as a thirty thousand dollar budget. He was like, you know what? We're just going to film 
I'm going to rent some cameras, him and his buddy. Uh, and his buddy who was producing is like, no, no, wait, let me try to give me a couple weeks. Let me try to find funding. And eventually they got the funding to make it. And when they got Harvey Cattell, sorry to jump on your, or still some of your thunder, but Harvey, because he was in it, it helped everybody, it helped, it helped the whole production raise the money because everybody's, oh, he's in it. I'll sponsor that. I'll fucking put my money on that shit. And he raised a lot of money for the movie. Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's actually really, it was really cool, like, looking and finding out all these kind of weird, different things about the movie. I didn't realize they did so many, like, he really, he really did a lot of things trying to find any way to make money. They spent a lot of, and then a lot of the money went to the uh, soundtrack, and really just the the main song. Yeah, dude, the... uh... Da, 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 da. Stuck in the middle with you. Stuck in the middle with you. Yeah, I don't want to sing it because I don't want to get copyrighted. But um, <laughs> yeah, that that'll definitely happen for it if you sing it. But yeah, that's the mo- <laughs> That's the <laughs> that's the most of the money went to that fucking song, dude. I was surprised when I heard about that. I was like, what? Um, and you what? see some of these indie films when they use one. Pay attention next time. You'll notice it when they when you hear a recognizable song, you're like, "Oh, they paid a lot of money for that shit." Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's always like that. Yeah. But that's what t- Tarantino does a great job of, like finding these very perfect songs for situations. Yeah, like all of his movies. If you when you watch them, like the 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 soundtrack is always like, "Oh shit!" Like Jackie Brown's my favorite by him, and that opening scene. With uh, across a hundred and eighty third Street, I think. Fuck, I hope I didn't fuck that up. Uh, it's such a great opening. So that's like with that. That really was a perfect scene with perfect soundtrack for that. So I was really impressed. So I mean, yeah. I I, I didn't want to call you out, Sammy, but you said like the torture scene. It wasn't that believable. I, I, I was just looking at it right now uh, silently, and you're right, man. This guy, he should have fucking yelled out more. I think he's a uh... – man, fuck this movie, dude. Yeah, you know what? Podcast <laughs> over. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a, you can find me. <laughs> no, you know, oh. you know what is oh. – Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I haven't seen a movie in a long time with a fucking intro with the credits at the beginning and shit. It was like it was nostalgic in a way because I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, you mm. know, it was like like fifteen. It felt like fifteen minutes long. It was like, yeah. did the movie start? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it took a while. Um, is that funny. is true. Oh, go oh, ahead. No, no. So I was saying. So I've been watching. I think I've said it before. I watched. I've been. I'm almost done the list, but I watched the American Film Institute's hundred greatest movies. And some of these movies are from the 40s and 50s, and they have these long, it's all on the entrance. Like, when the movie ends, it is the end, and then it, it runs for a second, and then it's just done. But it's yeah. 15 minutes opening of credits. You're like, all right, so I got 15 They minutes. used to do that, right? They used to do the fucking credits all up front. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, what's funny is when you find out, like, how money drives certain things. Like money drove that, so people would come to the theater earlier, so that they would 
sitting there and watch the previews because they didn't want to miss the beginning of the movie. And that's probably exactly what happened with movies now. Is why they make the credits at the end rather than the beginning. So people oh. get there. And I don't know if that's true, but I just assume that's how money like money tends to drive things like that. So The last movie I remember having a long intro was super bad and it was kinda entertaining. Oh yeah. A little cartoon. Oh yeah. Those cartoon intros from the seventies, like and that's the last funny movie, I think. Yeah. One of the last was... funny movies. There's but been yeah, a few no, one, but but yeah. But yeah, so rest with the, I will say it was a shame. I if you've never seen one, that's definitely the one to start with. Because yeah, like it really means start, like because then you see where it gets to the fact that after that, like the movies he does, like the fact that the next movie is. Whole fiction is you go okay. I see where you had to make that to make this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, you see the and, progression. Um, yeah, yes. yeah, definitely. You you do see the progression and the evolution as a director through his movies. Now, before we proceed, I got some facts that I wrote down. I want to share with you guys. Talk, we could talk about uh, the plot and everything. Uh, I want to start off. Before we get um, persuaded to switch our rating, I want to go with the out of five stars rating. I want to get you guys' rating up front. So then we are going to kind of explain why as we go. Because in the past, Sammy and I have a history of reviewing movies where I've persuaded Sammy to change his rating. <laughs> and I don't I don't want to do that. And I've done that with Lizzie. It's like I don't want to do that. I wanna see what you guys give it. I just agree, so he'll just leave me alone. Stop calling me freaking bad <laughs> bad names. We start fighting. How can you give it five stars? <laughs> Are you sick? Why? Give me a reason why. That movie oh, Tusk yeah. was terrible. Right, well let me um I have my That was box. one of them. I'll, I'll that was a really I, I, I think I gave it a what do you Sammy, get? you go first. You go first, Sammy. Sorry. All right. So this is just basing it off of how the movie was done. And I know it's old, so I have to take that into account. But I'd give it like a two and a half. <laughs> I liked it. Don't get me wrong. It's an awesome Quentin Tarantino movie. But it's just, it's pretty confu- It's confusing at first. It just feels like a lot of like what is it called monologue talking like mm-hmm. like it's just like okay they just gave these guys these huge drawn out speeches and then you get kind of lost in the way it goes back and forth and then um yeah that's just me personally i i it took me a while to figure out what the hell was really going on you know like what it just it just seemed like a little bit all over the place for me okay okay all right two and a half yeah i think so colin I uh so on the about I gave it a three and a half, mm. and um I I so Tarantino for me a lot of the time I think a lot of his thing is dialogue, not to immediately shit on your salmon. No, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up because I was gonna yeah. shit on it. Uh, no, no, yeah, that's, that's a it. that's a trait from Quentin Tarantino. I, I yeah. think that's but I, but I understand why because like, it clearly gets better every over his movies 
Like the the conversation. I mean, I, I still think Pulp Fiction is his best movie. Uh, it's not my favorite, but like I've already said, but but yeah, I think it it, it it's a lot of building blocks. He does a really good job of building blocks. So maybe that's swaying my opinion in a way because I'm like, the movie's like I don't know. It's a ninety minute kind of like, except bank robbery gone wrong. It's it's good. It really shows him. It shows great growth as a director for him, but yeah, I don't. Three, Would you give it three and a half? Three and a half. Okay. And that might be a little bit of biased of. Like, I, I know I know where he becomes. Like, and it's tough. It's tough to look at it because I know what he becomes. If I would have watched yeah. it right away, when it first came out, I've been like, I don't know, man. Like, it doesn't. Eh? I went strictly I, not tying it together with the other movies. I was just that's good. This that's movie. good. Yeah, that's good, no, Sammy. That's, that's good that you didn't, uh, because that would, if you're comparing it to Pulp Fiction, that's like comparing it to the Holy Grail, right? Of Quentin, when it comes to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Um, and it's tough for it to be better than Pulp Fiction. Even Quentin Tarantino said it on an early interview, where he only had two movies out at the time, and he says Pulp Fiction is better. Anybody could agree with that for sure. So it's it's hard that it needs to be compared to that. Because this is the same director, and they came in, it came in before Pulp Fiction. So, I give it a four, just a straight up four. Maybe I am biased. I am biased, (laughs) but I got a what? What'd you say? Nick's not getting him already. You're so worried about meeting him. You're just like, nah, man. It's so unbelievable. Bro, I named my dog. I named I named my dog after him. QT. You know. (sighs) I'm a, I'm a big Quentin. I mean, look at the poster behind me, right? Like, I am dick sucking a little bit, but or a lot. But here's my defense. Uh, I'll go first. I'll go first, and uh, then we could jump in and talk about other things. But one of the reasons uh, I gave it that, I guess I'm not going first. I'm going third. You guys already gave your reasons. Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> but one of the- <laughs> <laughs> one of, one of what <laughs> one of the reasons I'm giving it a four is because there isn't a definitive good guy. Uh, they're all kind of bad in their own way, and I really like how you're thinking one guy's the good guy, but he's just a piece of shit. And I'll give you an example. I'm thinking Tim Roth. He's the cop. I'm thinking. I'm. 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 I'm uh, definitely. Uh, rooting for this guy, but then he shoots that innocent lady. He just fucking shoots a lady. That when they jack the car, I'm like, fuck yeah. Tim Roth. At this point, I'm like, fuck this dude. I don't like this dude anymore. Then I'm rooting for uh, Harvey Cattell. He seems to be the one that's trying to be loyal to Tim Roth. And then, uh, but at the same time, he he doesn't give a shit about the cops he shoots, and he doesn't give a shit about the the cop that's getting tortured. So it's like everybody's evil. Everybody's bad. There's no real good guy. So I think that's genius in a movie at the time, 1995. I don't know what year it came out, 92. Um, but I'm... I'm 92. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of movies where the ba- where everybody's a bad guy. You have movies like Scarface where you're rooting for Scarface, but he's the bad guy. He ends up dying. This time you have a collective of five to six guys, seven with the old man, and everybody loses can, pretty much. Can I say something? 
No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is what we, <laughs> no. Before you continue, but it, yeah, it yeah. touches on your point that I wish I would have seen this back in that time, or at least a little even later, because I think I was probably like four or five when that movie came out. But I yeah. wish I would have seen it maybe in the later nineties when you know those types of uh, effects were in style. That type of story was starting to get you know brought out in other movies and shit because mm. like. I felt like I was robbed of it a little bit because I'm it's like dated. It's super dated, you know, and, and I felt like that kind of ruined it for me a little bit. I wish it was something I would have watched and then refreshed on it as opposed to like, let me judge this movie based on, you know, this time right now. So it is. It's the hardest thing watching old movies because you're like, oh, well, I mean, this problem gets fixed pretty easily. Like, or this isn't a thing. A lot, a lot of scenarios, a lot of things. You're like, yeah, I mean, a, a cell phone fixes this almost immediately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, that's it's that that's where you almost yeah, it, it's it's a lot of work as like a viewer. You have to go and take that away and go. All right, so I, I just suspend belief for a little bit, which is weird because we do it for superhero movies, but we won't do it for live action movies. True, because I. I, I notice I'll do that, Sammy. Like I'll do that where I'm not, I'm not dispending belief for certain things. But then I'm like, oh yeah, the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I get all this. You're like, well, you should do it for everything then. Yeah, it's yeah. true. But but you know, it, it happens. I get what Sammy's saying. No, there's yeah. things that there's things that like that don't hold up. Um, as as far as like, yeah, if you had cell phones, this would have been different. Um, there's certain things in my opinion, I think do hold up as far as conversations goes. That's, that's why I give it a four. Also the dialogue to me, the dialogue is fucking amazing. The the introduction of them sitting in a restaurant and you have the camera guy walking around them. One camera yeah. guy. And I know it's one, ca- one guy, one camera guy, because it's all one continuous shot at times. And, and then there's times where you could see him walking over stuff that's on the ground. You can see the camera move up a little bit and then come back down. So it's like he's walking over cords or some shit that he's walking over. And and and, and the way it was shot, like, to do a continuous shot like that around a table, I don't know. Is the whole fucking crew going around following the camera guy? Or is everybody like, all right, you, the camera guy, you go in and do it. We're going to step outside of the room because you can't see anybody. You can't see the crew, right? To me, that's beautiful cinematic uh filming like right there the, the way he's filming that and the dialogue holy shit the part where get, they get into uh talking about tips like I was about a, to say oh, that. yeah 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 that, that is that's a great scene where they're talking yeah about, i mean that's a conversation where people would just have and the, the relatability you could relate to nowadays like you there's right? a friend that that really just believes that probably still to this day so that yeah. that that conversation didn't that conversation held, holds up a little bit because yeah. there's probably people that still believe that. Yeah. So that, yeah that. The, the funny part about that, too, uh, I think Steve Buscemi, like, oh, man, the way he, he presents his case, it's fucking great because uh, it fucking convinces me, too. I'm fucking convinced. I'm like, you know what? Even though I was a food server, that is true. How come we... The society has to tell everybody when, where is it okay to tip, where not to tip. You don't tip at a drive-through, although I've done it. I have I've tipped people too, at yeah. drive-through. 
yeah, yeah, because I, I, I'm all about service, but but he's right, though. Why is it that only fucking servers uh, get, you know, uh, get to receive tips, but if you go to a place where you, where, where let's say you pick up your food, you just pick it up and, like, why? They're still serving you. Um, and, and the part where Tim Roth is convinced, he's like, you know what? He convinced me. Give my dollar back. I oh, started yeah, cracking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like this motherfucker. That's hilarious. So it That's is hilarious. a bit of a comedy. There is parts yeah. of like really good comedy, and and that's what most of his movies too. He yeah. writes. He tends to write like a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and and what I was saying about the dialogue, the dialogue is so good that it everything else it gets outshine. Everything else gets outshined by it. So I think that's what I was trying to say. It's great dialogue, and it's like these guys break off into like these monologues, like long-winded, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. things. But and it's so good. But then the other stuff is what doesn't hold up to me. It just didn't like, you um, know. And I, a fun fact about Steve Buscemi: he's the only one that, as far as we know, survives. Right? Uh, upon doing my de- research, I realized I'm like, oh shit! They mentioned him in the Pulp Fiction uh, scene. And he's the waiter at the fucking restaurant. And it's called, when I wrote it down, Jack Rabbit Slims, where uh, John Travolta goes with Uma Thurman. And they go out, you know, they get a $5 shake and they dance. They do the competition. It's like a 50 steam restaurant. Well, Steve Buscemi is the fucking server for Vincent and uh, Uma Thurman. Uh, What's her name in the movie? Uma Thurman. So, when you look that up, are you under the. The Tarantino theory that they all, all of his movies are connected? Not all, just these two. Um, so, Steve Buscemi is the server. Mia. He's the only one that lived. Um, and it's just ironic that he's now a server where he lives off of tips, but in the in in uh, Reservoir Dogs, he refuses yeah. to tip. So, it's like now he's in his own hell he created. You yeah. know? Um, some do believe that they actually Tarantino has confirmed that some people do believe that some bo- people believe that when he went it. outside, he got shot up, but we never release. You hear it? Yeah. You hear it. I mean, in the, in the, I, I don't, I mean, I, I assume the Netflix is just the version, but in the Netflix, you hear the, uh, the gunshots. So oh. I assumed, he, I assumed everybody just died. Yeah, it's possible. Um, some believe also that Tim Roth survived, even though he got shot up like a uh, hell of times. <laughs> uh, no, no, wait a minute. No, no. Harvey killed him. Yeah, I was going to say Harvey. Was Harvey takes Har- a gun and then just... So are you thinking the other cop? No, not the cop. Um, I think it was Harvey what they said that they think that he might have survived, but I could be wrong. But... Um, but, uh, the reason they are connected, uh, so Vincent Vega, he is more likely brothers with Mr. Blonde, Michael, Mat- Michael Madsen, cause his name is Vic Vega. Oh, okay. right. that's the same thing yeah. with, uh, Inglorious Bastards. There's like a oh, connection. Really? Yeah. I gotta find it real quick. 
Yeah, so so they believe, and and that's why, kind of like in Pulp Fiction, they're they're wearing like the same black suits with a thin tie, because they kind of work for an organization that kind of does these kind of jobs, like hitman type of job. And Michael Madsen, uh, more than likely, is Vincent's brother. So R.I.P. to both of them because they're both dead. Both got killed. Goddamn, was Steve Buscemi a good-looking motherfucker back then? Yeah, Whoa. he was. He was like very good looking. <laughs> it's like goddamn time's a hell of a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Steve Buscemi. Uh, fuck, I think he. You know, they say Harvey Cattell. Most people say he's a lead actor, but I think Steve Buscemi, Buscemi just kills it. He kills it. He yeah, knocks it out of the he, park. His acting is great. Right yeah, they did. Um, he did really good. So. What what are some things that you didn't like? For okay, you mentioned that part. What what? Let's go back to the part where you say you got kind of confused. You saw the dialogue, Sammy, and you got confused. Why did you get confused? Um, just the back and forth on who was what, um, like with the names, like Mister, you know, the Mister, the colors and shit. Um, mm-hmm. I would just have to rewind it a couple times just to make sure I knew what who was who and who was you know, what, what the names were, because then they start mentioning all these names during those dialogues. And I don't know, it's like right now you're mentioning all these names that I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, <laughs> but, um, no, I'm just well, kidding, it's but. okay. I, when I watch a movie, um, I, I'm really bad at remembering people's names in movies. I mean, yeah, let alone so, in real life, but, um, yeah. you know, so, there is a scene though, where they all discuss who's who. Yeah. That's at the very, that's towards the end almost but at the beginning they're like it was mr blonde mr this they're mentioning all these names and i'm like i don't know who which which guy they're specifically talking about until then until then i'm like okay now i'm starting to get an idea that i want to rewatch it because i want to know who they're specifically talking about yeah during those it, parts well it, this is why it's such a good movie too that when you rewatch it you see certain things that you didn't notice um you know in uh you know the first time around yeah it happens with any movie but like this one has so many things like that i totally understand what you're saying uh the part about they have different names who are they who the fuck are they but i mean we went through the same shit with pulp fiction it's a movie that there's the sequence is not uh done in order so there's flashbacks in reservoir dogs to kind of explain things so when you when you see that they're all going to do a heist then when it flashes back with uh, the old guy giving them instructions, what they're gonna do, it's like, oh, now it makes sense why they were at the at the diner and they're about to go out. Now it makes sense why this guy shot in the back of the car and he's about to die. So everything kind of comes together. Do yeah. you do you enjoy that? Because he doesn't always he did, he doesn't do that going forward anymore. I think Pulp Fiction is really the last movie. That he does that in, where he does this kind of story telling in that aspect. I guess hopefully he does it as well. Yeah. But Django really, too. I mean, there's flashbacks. I guess there's, there's some flash, flashbacks. I guess yeah. there, but not. I guess not. Not in the way where like you get like Pulp Fiction, where you yeah, get the you get a almost side ending. Of the story. You get yeah. The end, yeah, you get the ending at the beginning. Well, this yeah. this one is specifically. I feel like this movie was specifically flashbacks and present time. Is like the whole that was the whole movie was. It was yeah. like that style of movie. 
Yeah. That's another amazing thing that um, f- for you guys to give it less than a four is very insulting to me because he created a genre. <laughs> yeah, he created a fucking genre, and you guys are like, oh, well, it's not as good as the second one, so fuck this movie. Well, that's you what know I what? Mean. Fuck <laughs> you guys. All right, so do you, like, do you like Godfather or Godfather Part 2 more? Uh, both of them are really good. I, I, I'm not a... Not I'm not. No, well, not okay, but you're talking about a trilogy. This is not a trilogy. There's two separate movies who stand. <laughs> they stand on their own. Do I like Godfather Two? Yes, I like it probably more than the first one, and I like Terminator Two more and Home Alone Two. There's certain movies that Part Twos are better sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, your your think, your question. I think uh, I, I wouldn't even entertain the premise. What your, your theory is that it's a continuation. In some regard, potentially, I think... In the uh, same universe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Pulp Fiction... I think Pulp Fiction is the, the a, a better sequel. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I don't tell you, man. Like, that's just the reality. Like, I think it's a better... I just think it's a better... Nothing against Robert Reservoir Dogs. I just... In my opinion, I, I really... I think there. It's a great movie. I was just man. I wish I would have seen this before Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I really. It's a bummer. But yeah. 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 Well, that's why Pulp Fiction. Uh, I mean, I think I, think I went through your. I, I went through your letterbox ratings, and I think you gave Pulp Fiction a four. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool, bro. <laughs> yeah. What's your oh, beef with man. Pulp Fiction? Okay, we're not going to talk about it here. We'll All save right. it for another episode. We'll, we'll save it for another us. episode. But so that's um, the real question: Do we bounce around just for a little preview for the next time? Do we go? Maybe. Oh, that's a, a little preview. That's a little taste. That's a little do taste. We, do we do a different? Do we do a different one? Do we let Sammy pick a movie? Do we let Sammy? I say. I'd say. I'd say. Let's do Pulp Fiction when it comes in the like eventually when it comes. I think I'm leaning more in the sense where um, I don't know who picked this movie. Was it me? Uh, or I mentioned? I, I did I mention we should do like Quentin Tarantino's? The start, so we yeah, started with the sure. first one. Do, do, do we just go through Tarantino and we just do? We 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 can. Or if you guys want to go and choose a couple different ones and then come back to Tarantino. Well, Sammy never gave you know. us his favorite director. So, I mean, that doesn't really help us because I could tell you guys. Yeah, he was just joking around. I know, man. I mean, well, it's just, it's just the the thing is, um, I'm just uh, um, let me. Do he some watches research. movies. <laughs> he do doesn't really pay attention. He, he's <laughs> like, uh, I don't really know who directs anything. Oh, well, yeah. I'm sure he knows some directors. But no, I know some directors, but I think we can't just... uh, talk about on this podcast. Yeah. Who, <laughs> who's your director, Sammy Steven Spielberg? I love Steven Spielberg, bro. I yeah. love uh, what's his name? Who directed Avatar? James Cameron. James Cameron. There you go. That's the movie. Terminator. Terminator, bro. I was like Terminator. Terminator you went. You went. You know Avatar. I, I was. I, I was trying to think of it. James <laughs> Cameron's up there, bro. He's 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 one of James those that Cameron swing. There's just so many what? now that I had. Like back then, I remember being a kid and being like, "This guy directed this movie. We have to go watch it." And now it's so saturated where I just like I, I I'm so into movies and and actors and shit like that. But it's just so many out there that I'm not I haven't been like 
okay, this guy does this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie, and that's the kind of movie style that I like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right, right. that's 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 the only thing. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys decide, if, do you want to pick a movie, the next movie, Sammy, or do you want to kind of? I'm down with I'm down with this, bro, because I really like. I re- like now that I'm thinking of all the movies, you know, like like Inglorious Bastards, fucking Django. Um, okay. I still haven't seen the one with fucking uh, um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Oh, once upon I've a been time saving in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. So I've been saving that for like a real, like a good, a good day. Okay, so here's the other thing for me: it's so tough to watch movies that aren't in theater because with the babies and shit. Yeah, like we, me and Jamie can't get through a show or a movie without having to walk out the room 1700 fucking times so that's just the point of my life that i'm going through so yeah. you know it's 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 a little tough no. doing that i get it yeah totally get it you gotta get your uh uh get your movie times in uh sessions sometimes that's yeah, how that's- I, I watch my movies sometimes I, I don't have kids but i stay busy so sometimes i watch movies in three different sessions it happens yeah, 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 and then and then I I'll save like the movies for later in the night, and then I'm like fucking exhausted, you know. So yeah. I'm not paying it. And that's what happened with the Reservoir Dogs. Is I watched it twice, and the first time I really Damn. didn't, I really didn't, I didn't really pay attention. I think I even fell asleep, and then I mm-hmm. went back to it the next day, and I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Now I'm starting to really grasp it. Well, you're not the first one that wasn't a huge fan of the movie because the like in the beginning the. The premiere was a disaster. They oh, did it dude, at this uh, is such a cool story. Yeah, they did it and f- chime in, please, because uh, I'm I, I just know a little bit of it. But it was at the Sundance Film Festival, and when they decided to premiere it before they go nationwide and everything, you know, they're trying it out, and it was a disaster, bro. Dang. Things were just going wrong. I think so, part of it was. Do you ahead. remember? Do you remember when they are? Uh, they all pull the guns out on each other in like that final scene. Yeah. 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 The lights turn on. Yeah. And like, yep. can you imagine right when that scene's happening? You're like, wait, why are lights? Is it over? Is this how it ends yeah. all of a sudden? Yeah. Is the movie so, over? Yeah. Right. And then like right before it's about the end, the power, they lose power and the whole movie. So like, you don't see that final like four minutes, which is, on like a huge part of it mm-hmm. yeah and so the first screening um they also had to watch it uh kind of warped because the, they used the wrong lens oh, yeah, for, they, for, oh, the, shit. for the projector he, so they were fucked bro it was like this movie was not meant to uh do good and surprisingly it fucking blew up and it helped quentin tarantino immensely there, there's one point that i had that I wanted to ask you guys about because I felt that there was a lot of Quentin Tarantino in the first 15 minutes and then he disappears from the rest of the whole fucking movie. I think there's only like yeah. one scene at the end and for me that's who I know that's who I'm like okay I'm be- I'm invested in this guy because I know who he is and then it's like uh-huh. he's like the main talking guy at the beginning and then all of a sudden it's like he's nowhere to be found I'm like what the fuck he died no, I know, but they but they play back everybody else, and they go back, you know, and shit like that. That's true. And I just feel they, like they I, only show him a little bit in the meeting where they're all trying to gather the names and shit. Yeah, yeah and, so, and he also isn't in that whole meeting. If you will, if you watch it, oh, he's, he's not. He's not in. I mean, because he's in it, but he doesn't announce he's getting up to like go to the bathroom or something. He's just 
not in the mm. in the shots. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know why because he's directing it. But if you don't know he's directing it, like, why yeah. is this one guy made three comments and then he's gone? It, it was like a little. Yeah. It was a little distracting, especially because I know who he is. You know, like for yeah. me, it's like this is the guy, and then all of a sudden, like he just falls off the fucking face of the earth. Um, he was also gonna be. Um, I think. Let me see. Sam Jackson. No, no. So who was Mr. Pink? Oh, uh, Buscemi. So Quentin was gonna play Buscemi's uh, role. Oh, okay. And and uh, it wasn't until Harvey Cattell came in, and he, when he said, "I'm I'm gonna fund this movie and get more people to fund the movie, uh, but let's let's also have a casting call in the East Coast because there's a lot of talented actors in New York City." So he uh, Quint, Quentin agreed. Uh, you know, Harvey being who he is, he's like, "Yeah, whatever you want, yeah, let's go." And they that's how they found uh, Steve Buscemi. Okay. Steve Buscemi was gonna have a smaller part. But he really wanted to have, uh, he really wanted to be Mr. Pink. So he kind of convinced um, Quentin to do the, the, for the same thing, um, you know, to be part of it. And, and I'm like, wow, he was great. He was perfect for it, you know. Uh, but I kind of like that Quentin stepped back. And even though he's a director, he has a little part. He even kills himself off. Kind of like in in other movies, he's appeared like he appears in uh, Pulp Fiction. He has a prominent part, but still yeah. a short part. But then he appears, yeah, he appears in other movies. And I, I've always liked that. Like I remember the first person I noticed doing that was Stephen King. He would always do like a little cameo in his movies, the scare movies. It could be like just some random guy setting up a a caution tape or something. And then Stan Lee, of course, with the Marvel movies. So I kind of. I kind of do appreciate that, that uh, he was in it just a little bit and to kind of swing his dick around too. Like I'm the director and I'm in the movie. Fuck everybody. Cause he went to school to be an actor. Yeah. And, but he loved movies so that. much that, yeah, he went six years uh, to be an actor. And, and what's amazing to me is that even though through his, his, he talks about in, uh, on an interview I, I listened to uh, with Charlie Rose, he's been on it twice. The first interview, he mentioned how he was like working at a video store, uh, you know, it was uh, video archives or something like that in Manhattan Beach, California. So it was like a blockbuster, pretty much. And yeah. he was such a fan of movies that he was like, he would every week he would set up uh, a genre of movies up in the front for customers to come in and watch this specific genre. He would like he mentioned no one shit. time he did a yeah one time he he set up for a whole week he set up all heist movies on the oh, display damn. you know and then he was thinking to himself man i haven't seen a heist meal a long, long time but that'd be cool if we had one nowadays and eventually that's what he did he did reservoir dogs Re- reservoir dogs and uh it's crazy i think he didn't get to do it until he was in his 30s so he went through a lot of no's a lot of failure to get this movie done just so you guys could give it a fucking less than four stars <laughs> so I don't know, man. I mean, he he created a whole genre, and you're giving it two point five. That's the thing. I didn't know. I don't know. I didn't know he created that fucking genre. I'm going back to watch this fucking movie where people don't make sound effects when they get shot, but they lose fucking eight fucking pounds of their fucking things of of blood, and they don't die, but they can't make a fucking noise when they get shot. 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What do you want from me? <laughs> hey, man, they, they didn't have enough money to go to a good acting school. Okay? The budget scream? was small. Yeah, bro. They could go, ow, that hurt. He gets shot, yeah. and he walks it off. And then two minutes later, he's like, <laughs> Who was it that got shot and didn't make noise? It was the the, the cop. The the cop, he gets shot by the lady. Oh. Uh, when they're trying to steal the car, he doesn't make a fucking noise, nothing. He's just like, Ugh. and then Yeah, but on like, the way to the uh, on the way over to the warehouse, saying. he's fucking that's yelling. That's what I'm saying. And You're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess the the lady when she gets shot, she doesn't really make she just kind of gets shot and just falls back. Yeah, just as dead immediately. Like you would think, at least something. It was yeah, just, that's yeah. the only thing. I mean, that's all I'm saying is I wish I would have seen it back then when I knew that there wasn't movies like that being made. You know, and that's that's where I fucked up. Damn. Yeah, you did, bro. You did Damn. fuck up. Don't worry, bro. Damn, Freddy when me and Quentin up. get Damn. when me and Quentin get together, uh, I'll put in a good word for you. Thank you, bro. I call me a QT. pig in a movie. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. What What do you think, Colin? What bothered you from movie? I mean, why is it that it's only three point five? So why is it not, not? Why not a five? Why not a five? I guess that's a good way to put that. Uh, it's again. I think it's historical context of I know he can make better. And when he was given a bigger budget, he made a better film. And you're just like, man, sorry. Sometimes you just don't have the resources. And it, the what Sammy brought up was a really great point. Like, dude, you can't get shot at me. Like, make something. Make like, sell it a little bit. It the the heist aspect I didn't think about before. That that's really cool. Uh, maybe. Maybe I'd bump it up to three point four five, but <laughs> yeah, man, it just didn't it didn't grab me the way Pulp Fiction grabbed me in such a great way, and that I really I really enjoyed it a lot. I really and like when I say I give it a four, I'm very particular about giving a movie too much of a like one of my favorite movies is Lawrence of Arabia, but it is this grandioso film that's unbelievable and so Pulp Fiction's great it just and I think it's maybe the genre too I just don't enjoy the genre as much but it, man it's I, I, I'll tell you why or how I rate so my movies so why do you do it this, a 4 and not a 5 so this is why I rate my movies the way I do because I compare it to my favorite movie and then why why is it not a five? For my favorite movie is Pulp Fiction. Uh, what I, like in this genre, I have a lot of favorite movies. Like I have Three Amigos for comedy, Super Bad for comedy. They're like up there. So I, if I'm gonna watch a comedy, uh, like a, a movie that's a comedy, like in the '80s or so, I'm gonna compare it to Three Amigos. To me, that's the standard. Um, and there's a lot of them in the '80s. There's a lot of great movies, but that's just one of them. Oh, because it's Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> not even mexicans bro they're white i know <laughs> dude el guapo was el salvadorian bro um 
but but like if i compare a movie that's funny nowadays like to me i'm gonna compare it to super bad so this movie i'm giving it a four as opposed to a five because it's not pulp fiction because it is not as in depth as pulp fiction pulp fiction has a lot of characters even though this has several characters but you don't really get to know them all individually as much yeah. This is why I don't give it a five because I would have liked to know known more, but I know that's the design, so it's cool. But I would have liked to have known more, just like I knew a little bit more of Michael Madsen. He was not a snitch. He was loyal to the family. He went to prison. He did his time. Sean Penn's brother, Chris Penn, uh, he hires him because he's boys with him. He tells his dad, "Hey, hire him. Trust him. You know, he never snitched on us." I, you know, oh, that's another aspect. I like how they're like, we're going to say that you work at this warehouse or this loading dock. That, that was a really gonna, cool. That was that a was, really cool scene. That, yeah, I, I really like that. Like that was really some lobster shit. Becoming like a underground cop. I, uh, yeah. yeah I that that was a really cool scene. Cause you really see yeah. him like struggling with that. You get to see a little bit of like something happened in his life, but. Maybe he's divorced. Maybe he just got out of a relationship. They don't really explore it. But there's definitely something that's going on. That's why he's taking on this kind of, I mean, now deathly role. He doesn't know Mm -hmm. the time, but it is. It's a a terrifying role that he's being an undercover cop. Mm -hmm. And he might might die. Dude, and, 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 and. I I'm not I'm trying not to compare it to Pulp Fiction. I already said I'm giving it a four because it's not Pulp Fiction, which is comparing it to Pulp Fiction. So I'm contradicting myself. So now that I let me try to remove that statement, and let me tell you why I think like for example Donnie Brasco is a better movie. Oh. I think Donnie Brasco is a five for me, and that's the only thing I could think of right now around the same time that was made to compare it to because Donnie Brasco is also about a guy that goes undercover and, and with a bunch of people that have no idea who he is but you see more in depth on the on the character of, of donnie brasco and you know al pacino and thought, shit like that i definitely thought you said donnie darko <laughs> and, uh, I was, and i like was like home. yeah you're gonna disconnect like, yeah and i was like uh all right guys i'm good yeah yeah <laughs> i was like that movie yeah. that movie's a suck fest for every like guy that was a loner he's like see man i'm like this deep fucking guy and you're like this movie kind of i I never watched the whole thing i always heard it was a good movie it's but it's like one of those i don't even it's a good movie but it's like it's one of those movies like you get caught in a job and i again i think tarantino does a good job of not making these culty movies that people are like oh it's it's interesting because it's different he makes them different, but they're also Hollywood successes. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. and a lot, of, a lot of it is also luck because how many directors are out there that had a beautiful mind or have a beautiful mind like Tarantino and they just haven't struck gold, you know? Yeah. Keep oh, shooting, yeah. shooting, and shooting. Like uh, Reservoir Dogs could have been a $30,000 shit movie. And he just got lucky. It just worked out. It was the right time for it. Um, is there any other movie you could compare Reservoir Dogs to not a Tarantino film? Like something that's about a heist, something that's about somebody going undercover. It could be, you know, like The Departed. 
you know, or a heist, Ocean's Eleven, anything else you could compare it to? Departed is definitely, definitely a really good call. Departed is really close to the closest thing you have. So many, um, uh, the usual suspects. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, well, you don't quite mm. know that one person's this, and um, there's a the, is it Smoking Aces? Smoking Ooh. Aces is a good one. That one is uh, a really good movie. The one they did in like uh, Lake Tahoe, right? Part of it. Yeah, it's like in a hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think Smoking Aces is better than Reservoir Dogs? Yes. No, I'm well, just kidding. I, I, haven't, gonna, I haven't seen no, Smoking Aces in the world, one, I, the one I was going to say that yes is um, Leon. What's the better? Leon the Professional. Okay. I've so never Leon heard of the, it, but let's Leon see. Leon the Professional is uh, Natalie one of her first like roles uh-huh and uh the i mean i don't know guys it came out in 94 but the twist is they the the bad guys actually work for the dea ah and it's just it's just kind of this crazy twist and it's really i, I want to watch it even though that, did you spoil it right now or a little bit but it's still an unbelievable <laughs> movie. you yeah, know I'm what to me, when a movie's good, I don't care if it's spoiled. If like a movie that yeah, you're like, gonna go back and watch, uh, yeah. yeah. The ending, the ending is really cool. But yeah, I mean that. How that, does it end? That's, you know, oh. How does it end? I mean, just kidding. Just no. I was like, I, I mean, I, I want to do a spoiler for Freddy. <laughs> oh man, damn, he doesn't like you. He was like, "Fuck this guy." I know. <laughs> you know, uh, Usual Suspects. I haven't seen it in so long, but I, I'll tell you, it was ruined for me. I'm not going to ruin it right now in case Sammy no, hasn't seen it. But so that's the thing. The hardest thing I still watching, like, like so, like Star Wars. Everybody knows uh, Darth, Darth Vader, Vader is, is Luke's father. There's like yeah. these things in society now where you don't. You just kind of pick them up watching like yeah. like American Dad or Family Guy or yep, some yep. show where they reference it and you're like, oh, it's really hard to watch some of these films where like Pulp Fiction, I think I saw Simpsons spoof it before I'd actually seen Pulp Fiction. I still love the movie. <sighs> yeah. Reservoir Dogs, they reference it in The Simpsons. I've, but yeah, a lot of these yeah. movies I'm like, I don't know, man, I haven't. Like I know, like I didn't. I've never seen the Sixth Sense in my entire life. But I know that he's dead. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, um, it's it kind of sucks, but it's just because I don't know. Like that's why the whole like uh, spoiler. You're still function. gonna. So if you haven't seen the Sixth Sense, I recommend you watch it, knowing. Obviously, you can't change that. You already know. And it's almost going to be like watching it a second time because when I watched it a second time, I already knew. And I and then you're going to start picking up things that you would have not yeah. picked up in the first one. You're still going to have a good experience regardless because it's a great movie. Yeah, it, I, You're, you're going to like it. You, so, you know what? I, I, uh, to your point is um, I've seen a lot of shows and stuff like that bring up Reservoir Dogs. So it's cool to see 
Um, I was just watching this show called Reservation Reservation Dogs, the the um, Native American show. Yeah, you said that's a good show. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so fucking good, and the whole thing is based around um, reservoir dogs. And really? it's cool to be able to watch that movie now, knowing all these references that they make to it. Mm. That is that's cool. dope. Yeah, that, Sam, that can is you think of any movie that's better than Reservoir Dogs? Uh, like, kind of in the same genre, same, like top, genre, like same time, yeah. or like it could it could be a new movie. Fuck it, it could be a new movie. I'm still gonna judge you, no matter. what. I really like. It kind of reminded me of the movie The Town a little bit, and also oh, um, yeah. Den of Thieves ish. Yeah, where those it are good like ones. it goes back and forth with heist. I've always really liked heist movies like that. Too, would you say Den of Thieves is better than Reservoir Dogs? You you would give a higher rating of two point five. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, that, but this is me talking. This is not talking about. This is just because it's it it was outdated. I guess most of it. You know what I'm saying? That my score was mostly based on it being outdated for me, and and then the acting, and um, you know, special effects shit. I'm not trying to uh, persuade you to change your. your you know what? Your no, rating. no, you're right though. You know what? I'm going to give it a one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're such a asshole, dude. Well, <laughs> look, it, it's okay. This this is why the whole. If we were all in the same agreement, I think this podcast would be uh, not fun. Right? It's going to be fucking boring. We're all like just. I mean, there's going to be movies we're all just going to fucking love. But I, I think it's it's important to discuss. Was that? I said it definitely isn't this one. No, no, definitely not this one. <laughs> no, this one I'm against you guys 100. percent I think you guys are like, like I don't even know. Think I know you guys anymore? Like I don't know. This is kind of we're not friends. After I'm, this? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna judge you. Okay, look, I know it's not better than Pulp Fiction, but okay. to give it less than a four, two point five, Sammy. Damn, that's. Are you going to take me off your favorites? Take you off my favorites for a week. Damn it. Are you, are you it. also, I mean, you are a Quentin Tarantino fanboy. So Yeah, I'm a, fa- you, I'm a wannabe. I don't know you, all the facts. But are you checking yourself a little bit by overhyping it? Because yeah, you yeah, love yeah. It so much. Yeah, I am checking myself because... You're right. That's a great. That's a great uh, thing to bring up because you're also sixty years old and saw the premiere. So, like, I was only three. <laughs> I was like, this movie came out when I was two, man. I yeah, yeah. Tell you, bro. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. I didn't even have cum in my balls yet, dude. I was ten. All right, so you still could have seen it, though. Yeah. Did you see I, it? I didn't. I know. Did I it? didn't. I I watched Pulp Fiction. Yeah, in 1997, when I first watched Pulp Fiction, I remember I was, uh, it was around the time when I was partaking in the marijuana, and I remember I had rented it, and I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. I was like, this is, maybe I'm just high. I didn't know why it went from the beginning to the end, and then it was all over the place, but I was so entertained. I was like, have, fuck this. Do you have any recollection of like, your Thinking about that movie back then, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, when you first watched. Yeah, so uh, so the first time I watched it wasn't until like, boy, I want to say maybe two thousand five, bro. It, I didn't see it in the nineties. Um, I think I oh I saw Jackie Brown. Uh, 
before that. I saw Kill Bill before that. I didn't. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. I, yeah, it wasn't until I had seen all those other movies. Um, but I am biased, which sucks. It does suck, but I give it. I give it. I already told you why I don't give it a five. Let me tell you why I gave it a four. I love the dialogue. I like the simplicity of the story as well. As as you know, as much as I wanted more in depth characters, like you know, I wanted uh, you know, I I do really like the storyline. How they're getting different people that don't know each other, and they're even even using different names so that they can't really identify each other if they get caught by the cops. I it's to me, it's just a, a very well made film. Well, especially. yeah, they did they did so good because I didn't even identify any of them. Yeah. I didn't know which one was which. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you didn't pay attention. You keep falling asleep, bro. The fuck? <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, you're on a good. You're on a roll. My bad. My bad. No, you're good. No, no, it's good. You try to do a zinger. You know, you gave it a shot. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here though. I'm here Guys, for you, bro. What's thank up? You. Thank you. Thank What's you. Up? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's that. That's why I give it. Uh, uh, I give it four star. I think, even though all those actors at the time they weren't huge, except for Harvey, I think that's another big thing to to me. It's like, damn, everybody knocked it out of the park. Like, yeah, fucking Chris Penn was great. Uh, R.I.P. Chris Penn, you know, but he he was great in it. I uh, another thing about the movie that the the budget was so low that they all had to use their own personal clothes by the way oh, they all yes. had, yeah they all used like steve buscemi used black jeans but he's wearing a jacket over it uh harvey Cattell is wearing a, a um i believe a a suit that it was given to him um and sean penn i mean chris penn he's wearing like a jumpsuit like his it was from his wardrobe his, uh, yeah his uh, wardrobe yes i did see that i thought it was really cool yeah, so that's why to me, just that right there, that these people use their own fucking clothes to make this masterpiece, I give it a four star. So fuck you guys. Damn, man. But that doesn't have anything Sorry. to do with the movie. That has to do yeah, with the it making does. of it. But it that does. Like, that's the soul of the movie. I didn't, know to, I didn't know any of that. Like, that's cool and great and unbelievable, but that has nothing to do with the actual... With the plot? With the plot? Yeah. Well, That's no, but mean. just but just them being dressed in uniform at this scene, like in the beginning of the movie, it just sets it all up because they're about to go and rob this place, and they're all dressed the same because that's also one of the things that when you see people robbing banks or something, they're always going to try to dress alike so that it's hard to describe them. They use the same mask, the same kind of clothes or something. Like yeah. the whole sting operation was fucking badass. I think. No, that's cool. I'm saying... The fact that they had to use their own clothes because he was a first-time director has nothing to do with the film. That's yeah. pretty... No, for, no forget for, forget that part, but... The, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. For, pretend you didn't that's, hear that part, but just the fact that they're all dressed up in yes, a black yes. suit, that's, I that's, mean, that's, bad, that's pretty badass to me. Like Just them all dressed up in the same uniform suit type of thing, except for like the fat guy, the old guy, and Chris Penn. I think that part's pretty badass, that they're all dressed like... What? And that walkout way- scene was supposed to be Pink Floyd, the money. Oh, wow. Or, or That's money, right. No. I did. I did. Yeah. I did hear about and, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they just didn't have a budget for it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, another great thing about the movie, there's no love story. You yeah, always, is- you always want a love story, you know, for, you know, 
whether it's for chicks or just in general Hollywood. That's what this was not. This was not giving you your typical Hollywood movie. Oh, we're all going to walk away from this movie feeling happy. Uh, no one fucking wins. Everybody's a bad, terrible person in their own right. Even Steve Buscemi, whether whether he lived or if he survived or not, everybody's in a, uh, for themselves. And they were all. You think Michael Madsen was a psychopath for torturing the cop? They're all psychopaths because they were willing to kill anybody. Fucking, they're just at a different extreme. They're not the same extreme as Michael Madsen. I guess apparently, if you listen to the dialogue, um, there's a part where they say that they're at the fucking bank and and fucking michael madsen just starts shooting random people yeah, oh, yeah. and he's like oh because they set the alarms like no one set the alarm but this guy's just he just wanted to fucking kill so that's why it's an it's another reason why it's such a great film because it's not what you quinn tarantino didn't give you what the what you wanted he gave you what he wanted and he said you're gonna like it you're gonna and then suck I, it and, then I, and i didn't um i gave it a two and a half stars that is true. You fucking I'm fell asleep. No, it was good. It's cool. It's cool. No, it was good. It was good. I like the same. You woke up in the middle of it like, who's Mr. Pink? Why is there an orange? What the fuck? This movie sucks. It's like, bro, you fell asleep. In a very yeah. important part. Right. I rewatched it. And you still oh. didn't understand the fucking the names. Yeah, don't roll no, your eyes up on me. For the I listeners, Sammy, Sammy, for the video... Yeah, you cro- you cracked your neck and oh. then you rolled your eyes on me. Fuck you. Maybe, no, it's like a maybe. Like a- uh, are we going to do? Do we do a different <laughs> director, or do we just? Are we just going to go through Tarantino films? I'm I'm down. Look here, I'm down to do a different director, like a different type of movie, so I'm not so biased. And then we could revisit this if you guys like. Yeah. I don't well, mind. Whatever. I don't mind doing Wes Anderson if it's mine. I don't mind doing uh, Kubrick. Scorsese, no way he brought up. Oh, it was good. That was one that I was thinking of that I think is up there. We could do. Scorsese has a lot of fucking great movies. Holy shit. And a lot of. He does. Scorsese has a really good way of making people that are really unlikable. Like, like you you almost kind of want to. Like, Raging Bull and uh, Wolf of Wall Street are both unlikable people. And he makes them kind of like you have to kind of like them. Thank you for fixing so, your camera. Yeah, sorry. No, you're okay. Um, so what do you think? What do you guys think? What do you want to do? Uh, Sammy, what do you think? Something totally different. I, I, I honestly really like the Tarantino idea and going through those because I haven't. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen in a while. Um, but I'm okay with doing other ones too, and then revisiting it so that we're not constantly fighting with Freddy this whole time. Oh, we're gonna <laughs> fight. It does seem like it's just gonna always happen. We're gonna fight with Freddy about. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm the contra- um, contrarian. You said gonna, so you said Nolan was your favorite, Sammy, or one of your favorites, right? No, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. No. Oh, it was. You still haven't given us one of your favorites. Yeah, Scorsese. Well, um, Scorsese. Um, Quentin Tarantino is one of my top three too. Right, but not this one. movie. Not this movie. Just the date yeah. is just outdated. I don't know. I'm sorry. I wish I could have seen it back then when I was fucking. It Jesus doesn't hold alive. up. 
It just didn't hold up for me. I don't know. And I'm critiquing it. I liked it. I love, and this is the thing. I hate Rotten Tomatoes and shit because I love anything I can go, if I can go to the movies and get at Escape Reality for an hour and a half, two hours, I genuinely fucking appreciate the art in it. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to what what the run tomatoes story, give it, let me see. Uh, give me a second, I'll uh, find it. Okay, yeah, because I I I try to avoid uh, seeing what Rotten Tomatoes gives it because, like when it when I watch a movie because I feel it's gonna kind of persuade yeah. the way I, I think of it of the movie, and I'd rather see it at the end. I will check it afterwards. Yeah. Damn. Freddie's going to be happy about this. What is it? It's a 90 on the tomato meter and then a 94 on audience. Damn. Damn. There you go. That's that's exactly what I gave it. That four out of five is like 90%. We'll just so. dare to be different, bro. Dare to be different. I know. Where to run with the, uh, the mainstream, yeah. Freddie? Main yeah, mainstream sheep. Freddy, apparently. fucking sheep. Mainstream <laughs> I'm, I'm sheep. I'm sheep for liking an amazing movie. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'm the one. I'm the one being different out of you two. How my sheep? So you two are the rebels. Yeah, because we're going. Fuck against you guys. Brain. I'm the I'm the Steve Buscemi in this fucking scenario, dude. <laughs> you guys are trying to tip the waitress. I'm not. Hey, but you know okay? what? Hey, I might take my dollar back and give it, you know, a three. All right. Yeah. So, oh, can you raise your camera a little bit, Colin? You're a little bit. Uh, there we go. What is that knob that's loose or something? Yeah. We're gonna do the sixteen by nine anyway, so it's not gonna be too bad. But that so looks good. A, there we go. I have a pitch for the next what you got? movie. King of Comedy, a little relatable. Martin Scorsese. 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 Mm-hmm. Has I have never seen it. Freddy's okay. old ass might have seen it. I have. I have. <laughs> Sammy's uncultured ass probably hasn't seen it. Oh, <laughs> snap. You have not seen the King of Comedy. You seen the King of Comedy? Or have Look you seen you, King maybe, of, boy. King, Kings of Comedy? Are you with he's seen the, the, he's the, seen the original. He's seen the original Kings of Comedy with Steve Harvey and... Um, Toby McGuire. What's his name? Toby Mac? Uh, no. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Toby Mac is a Christian rapper. Yeah. Christian no, uh, you've seen the the King of Comedy, Sammy? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, look at you. I'm proud of you, yeah. Dad. I was going to say, that's, a, that's supposed to be one of, like, you, you, did you watch the movie The Joker? Yeah. So that's supposed to be similar. I've never seen it either. So yeah. I got a suggestion. Okay. This this might be too much of a task. It's fine. Let's do Kina Comedy. Just wrote it down. And then maybe, if we're up for it, let's watch Taxi Driver. Okay. Uh, and then yeah. let's watch both. The Joker. Oh, so do all three. Both have a lot of, in, uh, a lot of inspiration for like they they got a lot of their inspiration from those two movies for the Joker. Okay. Both Robert, all three Robert De Niro's. All three Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Um, I know 
I know King of Comedy is on a free app. Just so you know, or I'll send you guys a link for it. Yeah. Perfect. Um, do you guys think we should combine them both into one? That'd be cool. Right? Yeah. Maybe like two parts or something? Yeah. And maybe we can knock it out in one episode, but if we could combine both, bring some facts like kind of like we did today. We're kind of like everything we're learning, right? We're not. I'm trying not to be too inspired by other movie yeah. people that well, have no, movie these, reviews. This is where I fucked up. Oh, go ahead, bro. No, no, no. You didn't do research? Joker. I think Joker's, a lot of people said those two movies are essentially that movie put together. So yeah. that, that yeah. I think that's a good call. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, now that I know this is how we're doing it, I did the bare minimum of just watching the movie and yeah. barely at that, you know what I'm saying? I but, mean, uh, you barely watched the movie. You didn't know who, <laughs> why they had names. <laughs> like, why, why are they calling each other colors, man? <laughs> I don't see no black people in this. Everybody's white. Dude, that is, I will say, that's the one thing about Tarantino that's wild. It's just every movie just hard and hand box. Oh, that's what I was going to say, too. That was one note I had. That's right. The that is Chevy, Bro, with the hard. I mean, ending. hard. Yeah, not even like, wild. not even. Yeah, bro. No, it's just like. I it was want a different to, time, boys. I want to cut <laughs> these scenes out and cancel these motherfuckers, bro. That's how hard they are. They're so hard that they could get canceled. There is a part where Harvey Cattell is defending uh, the whole gratuity thing. Yeah. And he says, you know, women live off of this. And I'm telling Lizzie, we're watching. I'm like, this would not hold up now. You know, somebody would be like, women? Oh, only women are waiters? Yeah. Only women are food servers? Like, Dude, yeah, back in the day. So but but he, he kind of says something pretty sexist right there. So, yeah, there's things like that. Like, Well, there's no like, women. There's... There's almost no women talking roles in the entire movie. No, and the one, the only women that really kind of appear is like the one that got shot, and, and the then, um, yeah, it's the way it oh, should be. Oh, there's, there's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I can't, I can't, can't oh. refute that. There's a scene I took a screenshot from both, uh, the part where they're uh, jacking the car. Yeah. Oh fuck! Here it is. I I took pictures of both of them. I'm gonna send it to myself. I'm gonna share it on the screen. But do you remember in Pulp Fiction when uh, Marcellus Wallace is crossing the street and Bruce yeah, Willis run. runs him over? Yeah. Remember that part? Okay. So I'm gonna show you guys a picture. There's uh, there. I I think it's Bruce Willis or Marcellus Marcellus Wallace that. He he just he's a little disoriented, but he shoots, and he shoots a lady in the leg. Yeah, do you remember that part? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got a feeling that That's Quentin Tarantino one. used the used the same fucking lady. How do I share on here? Oh, here it is. Um, yeah, I think he he used the same lady. Okay, you see this? You see that picture? Yeah. So this is the Pulp Fiction movie, the scene where the lady gets shot in the in the hip, yeah, by Mar- Marcellus Wallace. She falls down. She's trying to help Bruce Willis because he just fucked up his face. Well, this scene right here. Look at the lady shorts. Oh shit! Yeah, look at the thighs. 
Look at the thighs. Same thighs. Yeah, there's a black hair. Yeah. Oops. Oh, oh damn. Geez. Yeah. Oh. Big white. Look at the look at the fucking the legs. Look at those oh, ankles, bro. The cankles, bro. Oh no, that's Freddy. Oh. You see that? Dang, so then, yeah. I think it's the same lady. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's gotta be. Right? I mean, it's gotta be. She's thick that as would... fuck. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> so Sammy and I, we we dressed up like Pulp Fiction for one uh, Halloween in Reno, Nevada. Z- Sammy was Vincent Vega, and I was Jules. Did you and do heroin all night? Sammy, just to like really embrace the role. Yeah, did, yeah, bro. Well, here's the twist. It's it's a it's a crawl, a pub crawl called the Reno Zombie Crawl. Yeah. So you dress up whatever you're gonna dress up as, but you have to make it a zombie. Well, that's cool. So, man. so yeah, Lizzie was Uma, and I, uh, I ended up accidentally being the fucking penguin from the batman movie is what i look like i don't look yeah anything like. <laughs> there's another angle where sammy was standing oh uh God. from the side and he looks like the penguin like danny devito it's hilarious dude <laughs> and i was uh jules so i was a black man so if you think about it i'm kind of doing blackface right here except yeah. i'm a zombie at least yeah. you didn't like fully paint your face though that's we can still podcast so at least you didn't go full I wonder, man. Now I don't like I wonder, face paint. You're wearing face paint. I don't like. Yeah, I don't. I hate. I hate it's putting sucks. on face paint. I sweat a lot. I'm a sweaty, yeah. sweaty pig. So, Freddie, um, you were right. It's I'm the same sure. woman. It is. It's the same woman. Do you want? Okay. Do you Fuck want yeah. to, Who is she? Okay. Is she like related First, to a director or, or the producer or something? I looked it up in a second, but. What her character names are in the movies is really, really fun. They have names. Wow. Yeah. So in Reservoir Dogs, it's Shocked Woman. Okay. Okay. And Pulp Fiction, it's Shocked Lady. Oh. <laughs> That's her. Right. Uh, really, really explained that. It's Linda Kane. Um, Linda? Linda? Linda Kane. She has. Only f- she has seven acting roles. Wow! And they're all sh- she's all shocked in all of them. She's always wearing shorts, showing off Dude. her fucking thick, Dude. thick uh... cankles or thick thighs. Yeah, it's she plays third lady in waiting in Snow White. She plays ex girlfriend in My Best Friend's Birthday. She plays. Uh, She's a Woman glorified on, extra. She's a glorified extra. And she stopped acting. Pulp Fiction's her last movie. Oh. She's still alive? It's let's say. Can we find her on Instagram? Oh, that, oh I hope we can. Our thigh is still that thick. That's, Dude. That's, that's all we're asking. This lady could bear some uh, children, I'll tell you that. Mm. She took a shot to the hip she fell down in both movies both very similar scenarios uh oh. people trying to get away i i knew it was the same lady i'm like wait a minute this is the same fucking lady it's gotta she's be dead, huh she's dead they killed her in pulp fiction on on accident no she was alive she was alive she is alive 
She is alive. Still alive. Uh, she was married to Paul Henning, who was a producer, worked at CBS. So she was just, she just needed stuff to do. Uh, oh, he, can you share he, your screen? Is that yeah. okay? I think if it's not video, we should be fine. So it I want to like see, does it those... show? Oh, go ahead, Sammy. No, just one of those where her husband's like, fuck, I fucked up. I cheated on you. Let, I, I got you. Let me get you in a couple roles. Yeah, let me, yeah. Let me pull in some favors. One of those where the, where the husband is, is like before or, or, or before they got married or something, he was like, man, I was screwing around a little too much. And he knew that she's not that good of an actress, but yeah. she's in the she's oh. in the whole scene. So she's like, wrong you know. Linda, wrong Linda Kane. Oh, damn it. Too. They're about to blow up the wrong one. Okay. Right. It's kind of like when you have that, when you're a headliner and you have that one girlfriend that likes, she's dabbling in <laughs> she's comedy. An she's, she's an open micer. So you come, you bring her, you know, different cities you go to and then you she just eats minutes. shit. Yeah. yeah. You give her five minutes and she just eats shit. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's the same shit. That's why okay. she made it to this movie. Oh, that's her. That's her. Yeah, and Linda. This, yeah, this is the only bit of information on her. What does it say? I can't read that. Matt she worked. Tarantino. Oh, she worked with him at the video archives, which led to him casting her in Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Oh, so she probably gave him good she, head. She probably used to blow him at the fucking <laughs> rewind it does, station. Yeah. It does seem like something like that for sure happened. I mean, Quentin Tarantino, he didn't start dating until he was 25. Uh, yeah. I could see him being very, like, very shy. And then, like, this older lady that works at the video store is, like, just blowing him at the fucking store. And she's married. And then next thing you know, he's like, hey, I have an, a movie. I'm going to finally make my own movie. And he puts her in the first one. She's like, you know, he has to keep a secret. So then he brings her back. And the rest is history, man. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think Quentin Tarantino... Quentin Tarantino is very good with the ladies, at least not back then. He's a huge like nerd, huge nerd. Dude, he's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like he is very difficult at times when you watch him interviews. He's definitely, bro. The Tom Segura interview. Yeah, it was like he dominated right off the bat. He dominated and became. He was like, okay, I'm the alpha dog, and yeah. he dictated what I'm not gonna answer this. I'm not gonna, you know, that kind of thing. He. Tom Segura is a great... He did a great fucking job, by the way. Yeah, I mean, even when he was on Rogan, it was just like... like You have to really hold him to that, and it's, it's very difficult because he just keeps talking and talking and talking. And like, yeah, and, and Rogan's already at that point where he, he's a fucking pro, dude. He he knows how to let them write it, and he'll, yeah. he'll add a few questions here and there. But um, another good one, check him out on the Bill Maher podcast. Okay. That's another one where actually Bill Maher is the type of person that he likes to establish that he's in control type of thing, and it's a really good fucking interview. Very a good conversation. Just yeah, yeah. In general, well, I'm down, guys. If you guys want to do, let's see, King of Comedy, then yeah. So we're do are we so we're doing King of Comedy, Taxi Driver, and Joker. Uh, should we do all three? Like, watch them. Are, are we going to have the time? Sammy? Yeah, oh, Sammy, I'll, really. I'll, I'll, uh... Watch one of them tonight while you're watching... What? You've what? seen Joker before, right? Yeah, I've seen Joker. I've seen All Taxi right, so Driver. Um, 
So there's comedy. King of comedy for sure. Yeah. Let's do king of comedy. If you have uh-huh. time to do, let's check in with each other through text. And so the listeners, uh, if you haven't seen King of Comedy, watch it for the listeners and the viewers. Go ahead and yeah. watch King of Comedy so you can freshen up on it. And if you've never seen it, you're in for a good movie. It's a good fucking movie. I'll yeah. say, I'll, I'll give you, I'll tell them it's on a free app. I got a, like a free, it's on a free movie app. I think it's Tubi, T-U-B-I. Tubi. Okay. Um, Watch and, it on Tubi. Yeah, wa- watch that. Get Tubi and watch it. It's on there. Hell yeah! And, Thank you, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. So 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 um, we're gonna wrap up here. Uh, I want to ask you all a question. If you were one of the characters in Reservoir Dogs, who would you be and why? Oh, that's a good one. I even think. Sammy, and don't tell me you would the, be the cop the so you cop, could fucking bro. show show real pain. Like I'll yeah. sh- I could show somebody what fucking cutting getting your ear cut feels like. No, no, just because I would be a traitor <laughs> if you guys were my friends. I'd be like, yeah, fucking take these guys, bro. I'll be undercover. I'll make you Which guys cop? fucking get oh, arrested. Oh, Tim Roth. Yeah. Oh, you would be Tim Roth, Mister Pink. I'd be him. Yeah. No way, he's not Mister Pink, huh? Ah, Mister Orange. No, Mister Pink is Steve Buscemi. Yeah, you're being. He doesn't even know the colors, bro. So you be, who, wait, who did you want to be? I'd be the undercover cop. Oh, so you want to be Mr. Orange. Yeah. No, honestly, I think I would be the guy who, I think the main, the main guy, um, not the main guy, but the one who's Mr. with White? him in the whole scene. Yeah, Mr. White. I don't know. Mr. He's very White. gullible. He's very gullible because he's like really set on believing that the the cop is a good guy and i'm kind of like that oh. where i'm like i want to see the good in everybody and believe them so much you yeah know? and I, you um, know what i, I really. could see that i could see that in you too bro you're such a that's why we call you sammy sweetheart because you're like yeah. a very sweet person like you have no problem with torturing a cop and killing cops <laughs> killing people and robbing a fucking uh yeah. bank or whatever they fucking rob but but you're cool with uh you know you have I mean, feelings. Even you have the integrity. End, <laughs> yeah, to the end, he was like, he's not, it's not him, you know? And then mm-hmm. even even after he told him, he still, like, was, like, embracing him and shit. And I was like, oh, just, that was touching to me a little right, bit. That, yeah. Shoot. Yeah, that's true. He killed him with love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And a god. That is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes you kill people with guns with love, bro. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> H- Hector Wood. Hector Wood. Damn. Uh, I think it's Nice Guy Eddie. Nice Guy Eddie. Yeah. Who's Eddie? He's the black uh, dude? No, he is the the kid. He's the son of of Joe, the main, the like the guy that puts the heist together. Oh, oh, Chris Penn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris Penn. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. So you would like to, you would be him in the movie? Yeah. His flashy, uh, his flashy, uh, pants. Your jumpsuit? You got yeah, yourself a nice, absolutely. nice jumpsuit. Really, you better uh, remind me of that. You were, you were like that setting things up when we were at Skankfest. You were very, like, in the mix as far as, like, making shit happen for Freddie to go pee. You know, you got us back into the podcast room. You were really good about, like, hurting us into like we need to make this happen now let's go now let's yeah. go here now 
you know, you, you took control of Freddie's camera at, at times where you're like, you know, you made shit happen. I yeah. Yeah. It makes shit happen. Yep. Yep. So that's what, yeah. 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 So, well, um, who are you? Mr. Orange, I know you guys probably think Mr. Orange because the whole snitching thing, but Damn, um, it really is. I know you guys were going to go with that because you guys uh, have typecasted me, kind of like Hector, and I don't think that's cool. I'm not always a snitch, okay? Sometimes You're self-proclaimed I'm, snitch. Right, yeah, but I'm We've never called you that. You've called hey, you that. only call yourself that. <laughs> wait, Stop wait, wait a minute. Okay, but I have a, there's a, there's a, there's rules to snitching. You don't just snitch on anybody. You don't snitch on your friends. You, well, unless it's a prank and you want to like report their Instagram just so they could get suspended <laughs> for a couple of days. But Damn, you don't. I definitely did that recently. Yeah, I think we've done it to each other, right, Sammy? Yeah, we've probably yeah. reported each other. Really? Yeah, yeah, just as a goof. He's blocked me. He's blocked me before. There I blocked him to see if he I- noticed. I didn't even notice for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't yeah. stop posting a lot. Damn, that's fucking funny. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I got two people to choose. One of them, I'm going to choose Stephen Wright. He's a DJ, the one that kind of narrates a little bit because he's a comic. He's a, he's a radio host. So I'm going to go with him a little bit, but I know he's not a real character, like a full-on character. Fuck so, fuck you, dude. I bet you didn't even notice it was Stephen Wright, you fake-ass comic, Wright. you I piece of it. shit. That's why you brought it up, huh? That's why you brought it up in this I podcast where we do we talk about comedy. I forgot. But no, you're going to decide not to fucking bring it up. Stephen Wright, fuck bro, yourself, that was crazy dude. that he narrated if I would have said Stephen Wright, you probably would have given this like a 3.5. But you're not allowed to change your rating like other times, Sammy. Just no, so I know. You know. I'm going to give it a five, so shut the fuck up. Uh, Sammy, you definitely <laughs> have to download Letterbox and give it. I have it. I have it. I, uh, yeah. I have to add you guys. Add us. Follow me, yeah. dude. Letterbox, Fred Wrecker. Cool. I would be. Uh, okay, so here's the character I would be. Uh, what's Mr. Steve Buscemi's? Mr. Pink. I would be Mr. Pink. I, I love I love how you can see it. Yeah, he's he's like outspoken. Uh I he's he goes against the you know the flow, contrarian. Um and and he he has convictions and why he does certain things. And like I like that. So I think I would be not that I'm always like that because you know, just because I think a certain way doesn't mean I can't change my mind, but I really like his his style and the way he he does things he's trying to do things on his own and more than likely in my opinion he survived and he became a waiter in part two pulp fiction part two <laughs> you didn't know it was a sequel dude no who, who directed that one well that's why that's why pulp fiction is better than well better than the original that's why it's better bro yeah. sequels are usually better fuck you dude <laughs> fuck your eagles but i wish your eagles win the super bowl go fuck yourself go, go birds go birds. philly all day philly, philly all day all baby day. no remember Let's what you used to go. say what? Yeah, like, it's all about it's, i'm gonna say it about the eagles it's all about the eagles man fuck philly ah, <laughs> you, i yeah. have a video of you saying that you're like hey it's all about the raiders man but fuck oakland <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah, we're we're uh, we're bowling that night, we're and bowling, you were yeah. like, "What about Oakland?" I'm like, "Man, oh, fuck yeah. Oakland!" I'm like oh, Raiders yeah, all yeah, day, yeah. baby. Man, <laughs> fuck Oakland. <laughs> and this is like 
over 12 years ago. Probably Probably a long time ago. This is before they even became the Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you guys come out here, you can see us. Then you can check out the Super Bowl trophy, man. Dude, I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go take a picture with the Super Bowl trophy. Fuck the Chiefs. You guys will Um, never have one, so it's cool. Well, we have we have three, so oh. calm down, calm down, oh. relax, relax. Okay, I'm rooting for your team. I'm rooting, I'm, I'm over here. See, this is why they say Philly fans are the worst fans in the NFL. I'm over here cheering for his fucking team, and he's shitting on my team. Can you believe that shit? Why can't you be nice like the Packers? Yeah, no, they're nice. They're definitely nice. They definitely wouldn't say something about you guys being there at all. Like. Why are these tan people here? What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, hey, Colin, why are you doing this podcast with these, um, you know, yeah, Eskimos, whatever they are? They, they, they definitely wouldn't say anything. Just be like, like, you know, you're like, what? You're like, no. Like, like, really? Like, I, I, know, I get it, but really? What, but what's, like, the, what's the host's name? Hector? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you're the right. guy that's uh, he's a now that's a glorified extra, right? Hector, no, Hector, Hector actually like, has lines. He has roles. Yeah, right? dude. Yeah. His career. Next podcast, uh, we definitely have to at some point just do a podcast on his movies. That'd be uh, maybe we could have him on. Oh, dude, that would be fucking awesome. All right, fuck yeah. Here's Cutie. I named her after Quentin. Your your screen is black. Yeah, your screen just went black. This is Quentina right here. Um, your screen is black. Oh, it'll come back. It'll come back. It's probably just... No, it's uh, been like that since minute 42, I think. Oh, no, no. If you can't see me, it's fine. Uh, I had Cutie on. It, Cutie? It, it, yeah, I had Cutie on. That's why. But, um, yeah, if you can see my screen, uh, sometimes what, what happens is this app, it's still uploading. So, okay, as long as we cool, can hear cool. each other. Oh, there we go. I can yeah. see you now. Nice. Right on, All bro. Right. Well... Thank you guys uh, for jumping on the podcast. This was a lot of fun, man. It yeah, it was fucking... great. I had a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think I think I'm down for King of Comedy. Let's do King of Comedy. If you guys are down, uh, and if the people listening or watching, if you want to jump in and and watch, also Taxi Driver. That'll be good. And yeah. then we'll discuss it. We'll dis- we'll jump in and discuss it. Should we discuss the Joker too? Might as well. All in Might one. As well. Yeah, yeah might as well. All right, let's do the Joker too. It'll be a fun podcast. We'll do that, Yo. guys. Thank you guys so much. I have all your handles, and uh, uh, in the beginning, throughout the podcast, is going to be on there in front of your body. So, but tell people we didn't do it in the beginning, but tell people where they could find you. Uh, uh, Colin S twenty one on Instagram, and uh, C Staley on Letterbox. Boom, Letterbox. Drummer Boy X on um, Instagram, Sammy Solario, everything else. Letterbox, that was also uh, Drummer Boy X24. Fuck yeah. Nice. FreddyKorea.com. You can find all my links on that. And uh, take a screenshot of the podcast. Tell people you're watching. Tag yeah. us. Tag us on, on, on Instagram on your stories. Let us know if you put it up as a post. Thank you, everybody uh, that has been sharing the yeah. podcast. Uh, shout out. Where put my shout outs? Fuck. Well, I'll just do it by memory. I know Edgar has been sharing the podcast. Thank you. Uh, Grumzilla Hacks on YouTube from Twitter is always leaving comments and letting us know what's up. So thank you guys so much again. I appreciate you guys for taking the time. 